You strike me as the bear type. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. I'm recording. <laughs> oh, no. Well, welcome to a brand new episode of the Dork Trek podcast. Hello and welcome. Introduce yourselves. Start someone. Please start. Hi, I'm Jenny. Jenny Zell. It's lovely to see you, Jenny. How Howdy. are you? How are you? I'm exhausted. Really? I'm very much looking forward to the weekend and not having to work. Okay. Yes. Well, everybody's well, working for the weekend. Everybody's exactly working right. for the weekend. Uh, if you don't want to record this episode, you don't have to. You can split. No, you, I like hanging out to. with you guys. All right, fine. Good. I'm glad because that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> um, and then we're also joined by Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hello. Dennis, it's a pleasure to see you again. Yeah, it's great to be here with you guys. I'm excited. And last but not least, sitting in front of his beautiful bookshelf. Look at that thing. Wow. It's wonderful. Just for the Patreons. Ben, ben McCormick. It's beautiful. I, I did it for the Patreons, man. I, I love I love the fans. I love the listeners. But, you know, I love the listeners who pay to see the video more. Hey, oh, whoever oh. want to pay, stand beside you, put your papers on newsstands all over the world. I know what you're talking, you're thinking, what has been talking about? Well, we're on Patreon, and we've been on Patreon for uh, quite some time. You can just go to patreon.com and search Door Trek, and you can get all kinds of extras. There's D&D games on there. There's pre-show chit-chat. There's video if you want to watch us do this some of us are better lit than others <laughs> sometimes um but yeah so there's a lot of extra stuff on there you can check out and you're just helping out the podcast you're helping out the show you're helping it kind of maintain its uh current course i mean we've done almost 400 episodes and if you're listening to this and you've never given a dime to patreon you're a cheap motherfucker okay. all right i'm i'm saying it I see. I I well, didn't even want to make that bold of a statement. You are you're stealing. You're stealing no. from me. You're stealing from Dennis. You're stealing Wait. from Jenny. You're stealing from Ben. Bob, Bob, you're Bob. a thief. You're a Bob. thief of joy. Bob, no, yes. no. You're taking money and we we give directly the, out of Bob's children's and Dennis's children's hands. Yeah, you're a thief. Yeah. We we get the money my kids need for Roblox. <laughs> right. Well, bookshelves ain't cheap. But no, we give the audio for free. Yes, we do. But if they just want that next step, if they want to actually that, contribute to the cause, bro, if they want to keep fucking going the revolution, be being free skating, cheap skates, doing nothing, then that's we're fine. storming iTunes next month. Yeah, no, the, it's <laughs> the free listeners that keep us going. Though. I know, and I They're hope that any, listen every and, week. And I hope that anybody who's listening to this, it's obvious that I'm kidding because I don't give a fuck either way. I'm not kidding. Give us money, <laughs> fucking assholes. Um, I especially like it when they meet me in public and, and buy me coffees. <laughs> but yeah, and I'd also like to say hello to Ned. Um, this is a tweet that we got last week, and Leeds I know it's Flanders. Uh, Ned Robinson. Oh, okay. Ned Robinson said, yes, Dork Trek, there are fans who love Voyager, but never got into Deep Space Nine, and they've been waiting years to listen to us again. So wow. He's, wow. He's, he skipped Spread all of Deep work. Space Nine, and he says, I feel like my old friends are back. You know, well, you know what? I feel like you should give DS9 a chance, yeah. to be honest. 
if it's not his bag, it's not his bag, you know. People who love Voyager, I wouldn't appreciate them forcing me to watch it. I know? mean, they're. For, I mean, we're basically forcing ourselves. We're, vol- to watch we've it. we're volunteering for this, but if somebody yeah. tried to force me just because they were doing a podcast about it, I'd just have to tell them to fuck off. I mean, I'm not <laughs> telling them to like, you know, go Clockwork Orange and like hold his eyelids open and like force himself to watch it. I'm just I'm saying. Just, I'm like, just going to assume at this point, with as long as it's been available to watch on Netflix. Anybody who's avoided it but watches other Star Trek shows, they must have some reason for it. Racist. No, no, not racist. I just, I think they might not be into it. Like the first season, the first few episodes, it, you know, they do a whole lot of world building that is, it's hard work. So, well, the thing is, once you get through that, it's fucking awesome. It really plays better on Netflix than it did on broadcast. Because I believe that DS9 is very bingeable. No, it is. But they also it, it, it was very hard when we were recording it not to to go too far ahead. Like when there were really good story arcs, and it's just like I can't put no. I want to watch three more. But I also heard that they're mad because Cisco was lowering the property value of their their the their hole. ship. Yeah, he moved like, his space station like, next to the look, wormhole, and next thing you know, next, next here comes the, the Paul race. Neighborhoods going shit. This is a nice neighborhood till the Cisco's moved in. Look at that. Yeah, the Cardassians had no no influence on it. Now we got now we got Jam Hadar coming through the wormhole. We got Paw Race coming through the wormhole. Everything was fine. <laughs> this is the Bajoran people having talking it's, about this. It's Bajoran Archie Bunker sitting in his chair. Yeah. Now Edith's dead. What do you call him? The emissary, eh? <laughs> yeah. I swear I we got a word for him. <laughs> <laughs> but this week's episode of Voyager. Somebody said they thought this was a good episode. I kind of enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. Really? What's it called anyway? I do not remember. The Eye of the Needle. <laughs> There's... I thought you were going to go with Eye of the Tiger. I'm really it's the disappointed. Eye of the Needle. I would love to hear Sarah McLaughlin so, sing Eye of the So what episode is this? This is episode seven? Seven. Seven. Directed by Ulrich Kobel. My, He's our favorite uh, Voyager director, I think. So far. Because hey, he did some good DS9s, too. Yeah. Um, But... So here's the and thing. some good TNGs, bro. He's like, a, he's like the director. He directed all good things? Yeah. We got six episodes in and we've made contact with the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, we're so isolated. We're so trapped. Oh, no. This is this is worse than Gilligan's Island. (laughs) I mean, we're oh, we're trapped on the island. And every week they come up with some harebrained scheme to get off the island. But it's just like, at least they waited a little while where they were trying to fix Uh, the boat. And it's like, oh, the boat's so mm -hmm. broken. To be fair, I think uh, Gilligan's Island was heavily in syndication when this show came out. So they may have been taking ideas directly. Maybe. From They're like, you know what, man? Let's do Gilligan's Island. They, they try to, you know, make like the transmitter that will get messages back to Earth. But then uh, what? Who is Her- Gilligan? I guess. Uh, is it Gilligan? Neelix. Neelix. Oh my God. No, no. No, because Gil- Gilligan was lovable. Yeah, Gilligan's sure, way more likable sure. than Neelix. I'm going to go with Kim yeah. then. Kim's, yeah. Kim's the Gilligan. Because he's still kind of a fuck up. 
Man, I don't know, dude. Like, I agree with Ben. The skipper, I, the skipper would be. I mean, it can't be Janeway. I just, well, I can't imagine Chakotay taking a hat and like beating Kim with it. I can I mean, see Janeway doing that though. But yeah, Janeway, I think she could. She could be. She's honestly uh, more like the professor. Yeah. <laughs> and, these first few episodes kind of true i don't know man like i want to like this episode uh, and like I, I i did appreciate in the very beginning of it they did actually make mention of yes we are stopping to look at every fucking anomaly because one of yeah. these things might be a way home we heard bob said that in the last episode <laughs> so. <laughs> so they heard you 20 years in the future say it it went through a wormhole and then they yeah, go very, back in time. Very small the podcast up. went back through the wormhole. Very small wormhole. A microscopic wormhole. Here's the full catalog of Dork Trek accidentally got transmitted back <laughs> to 1964. And Roddenberry uh, listened. He listened to it on reel to reel. High on cocaine. Yeah. And it was just like, this, this, this just sounds like a great series. It's a particular cocktail of cocaine and heroin. Okay. allows you to hear transmission from the future while getting head from like like a, a secretary at desi lou or something <laughs> susan sackett oh my god susan sackett all right she swallows <laughs> but yeah um i don't know man like <sighs> what don't you know dennis i don't want to just jump right into it okay but well. like we're doing fucking time travel again. Well, uh, but we don't again. Know it. Again, we really I mean, isn't time it, travel. I mean, this it is, is though. It, it, this is time dilation. Different, but same, right? Because you're watching the episode the whole time, and you're going, "Okay, this guy's a Romulan. Um, what's his deal? Like, what's going on here? What's the problem? Is he stuck out here himself, and he's just trying to cover it up?" Uh, what's happening? How how are they able to make such I content? I never thought that because we knew it was an actual wormhole because they they and sent the probe in there and it's microscopic. It's a microscopic, it's a microscopic wormhole. It's like thirty centimeters across or something. Yeah, that they were able to see from like thousands and thousands of light years it's a away. Five dollar foot that, long wormhole. I mean, come on, come on. So my main problem is the continuity that it uh, impacts. Well, to explain. Okay, so uh, and I, I, so are we going to just think jump of the universe the twenty years ago? Yeah, just exactly. Hop right in. So they're in twenty three seventy one. He is from twenty three fifty one. Yes, right. And we know that the Romulans. Uh huh. We haven't the, had uh, the neutral. The neutral zone episode is the first contact the Federation has had with the uh the romulans in 100 years is that right almost 100 years yeah yeah so everything he knows about the federation is from you know intel propaganda that he's being fed right so he's just very welcoming though of this first contact with you the only reason that we we met the romulans again in the neutral zone is because the borg were you know scooping up uh colonies or something yeah along the border and they didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was. This is the end of first season, which I think would have been a better season finale than what we got. And stinky cheese? No. no. I'm talking about oh, frozen I, people. Okay, no, I thought, okay. I thought you were talking yeah, about yeah, for no, this. Because no, no. I think this would have been a better season finale for season one. Because oh. then, 
yeah of this yeah. series because then at least yeah. you get 15 episodes in before they find contact with <laughs> the the alpha uh, quadrant the alpha quadrant i mean we're well, seven i actually e- think that this concept done completely differently would have been a great season finale mm-hmm. like if they if people ha- on the crew had to decide if they wanted to get like imagine they could go through the wormhole but then they had to make a choice. Like after a season, they built an investment into the Delta Quadrant. You know, they've kind of made relationships with people. They've had an impact to some extent. Maybe they're helping negotiate peace between warring planets or cultures or whatever. That's way too and much now, interesting stuff, Dennis. It is. But now <laughs> they have to decide, you know, do we go through the wormhole and go back home or do we stay here and make a difference or, you know bring and federation values to the delta course, quadrant you get the two things you get kiss who wants to go mm-hmm. and uh neelix who wants to stay oh, it's have neelix. that emotional and then though Harry we have, wants to go and tom paris wants to stay you know relationships and the doctor are can't go just like in this episode yeah <clears throat> which i think was this is the first hints of of the doctor becoming the doctor that we're going to know for the rest of the series that like he, he's becoming that self-aware he's the becoming doctor going off the cliff but at the same time too though even the doctor storyline they did this with data yes like people being addicted to data people were addicted to data because he's a robot and this guy but who there was a whole episode about it where he was like captain and people weren't listening to him. Well, yeah, but that was. Am I the, the only one that remembers that? Pulaski Come on, Ben. Was it was on the USS Sutherland. Okay, if you want to know what it was. <laughs> so yeah, I remember the episode, but it wasn't on the Enterprise. But my point being, we've seen this already. Like now, this guy's being a jerk to the 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 fucking creation of light, and Tess is all feel or Kess is feeling all sad for him, which I really enjoyed that part of the episode. I thought that was cool. She's very kind. Just, she's very caring, and at least she's not having sex with Neelix because there's something stupid happening because he's being a dickwad. Never had sex near a wormhole before. <laughs> God damn it. What that's is it stu- with you in spatial anomalies? That stupid captain doing stupid stuff again, huh? Is this turning you on, baby? No, Neelix wasn't even in this episode, so this one rules. Yeah, this, this is yeah, one of the best episodes this year. That. That's what I was going to say, Jenny. This one is two points higher just because there's no Neelix. That's right. But it's just like, okay, um, we've done all this with Data. We've seen Crewman being a dick to him because he's AI. Mm-hmm. And so now we're doing it again in the seventh episode of Voyager. And it's like, ah, Rick, people just on. couldn't get enough the first time. Yeah, and, exactly. And yeah, Jenny. How, <laughs> see, we've had the seven years of DS9 in between. Mm-hmm. But if you were watching this in order, we're just a few months since the end of TNG. Yeah. Think about like if, and think if you skipped T, uh, DS9 altogether. So you went right from robot data, is he a person, blah, 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 right into this. Is this collection of light uh, a person? Well, see, though, that's the thing, though. Like, Get the mean, fuck out of here with this. Oh, my God. Well, no, but this was something, I mean, between the Moriarty episodes, even the big goodbye, where, you know, the hologram asks, you know, what happens when you shut down the program? What happens to us? Uh huh. You know, so the doctor, this is. Then Jem is... goes back to her regular life. When she's not gem in the holograms, yeah, she's just what's her name? I forget what her real. She's name not is. outrageous anymore. True, yeah. she's not truly, truly, truly. Her Huxtable, I, I, I can't remember these eighties references. I'm looking at her now. Huxtable? A long time ago. Wait, Jam. Huxtable was Jam in the holograms. What's her real name? 
series revolves it's around Jerrica. There's a it's, character named Jerrica on. This no, show. it is this. The character revolves around Jerrica Benton. Chris Jerrica. Yes, <laughs> Chris Jerrica Benton and her alter ego Jem, the lead singer of the rock group The Holograms. By God, she's put him in the walls of Jerrica. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, did Hannah Montana steal their whole gimmick from Jim and the Holograms? I'm sure there's a lot of sorts of stole from. The, yeah, it's just a trope. Because between, I think, what was it? Hannah Montana is what inspired my daughter that she wanted to be a pop star at night and a veterinarian at during the daytime. Mm-hmm. And she'd wear a disguise so that people wouldn't know that she was the pop star at night and she was a veterinarian at daytime. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't it kind of just the same as Batman in a way? Yeah, it's the same trope. It's base, yeah. Hannah Montana is basically Batman, right? <laughs> Except he's not pining over dead parents. God's sakes, get over it, man. Well, her didn't her mom die? Probably, she but she's leave? not bitching about it. But she still has uh, Billy Ray. Yeah, Billy Ray. Cyrus. I mean, and when you have Billy Ray Cyrus, it's like having both because he's so awesome. Like, Wait, did don't... he play? He didn't play Billy Ray Cyrus in the show. I think he did. He played Billy Ray Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Because he couldn't answer to any other name. They're like, hey, Steve, Steve, Steve. Steve, somebody's calling Steve. you Steve. No, that's Steve. you, man. Billy that's Ray, you. yeah. Your oh. name is Steve on this show. Who's Steve? Like, fuck it. We'll just call you Billy Ray. Billy... First, ain't, ain't Steve the gaffer guy? <laughs> Billy Ray Montana. I do like Billy Ray Montana. <laughs> <laughs> I think his I career would have got a lot further. <clears throat> I want to watch this show. Maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe that's the real life thing. Maybe they're his real life... And that's why we didn't hear about Billy Ray Cyrus during those years before Hannah Montana is he was going by his real name, Billy Ray Montana. Billy that's where Ray the Montana. idea for the show came from. Party in the It USA. was it was uh, autobiographical about him, mm-hmm. but he projected it onto his daughter. Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. All right. I got the perfect role for you, Billy Ray's daughter. I forgot her real name. Miley? Miley. There it is. That's right, Miley. That's her name in the show, right? Like her stage name is Miley in the show, isn't it? Miley Montana. Wiley I thought Hannah Montana was the celebrity. I'm confused. I don't know. I thought the like the catchphrase was "It's Miley." So I thought that was like. Oh, I thought the catchphrase was tartar sauce. (laughs) I've never seen it. Your child watched this show, Ben. You should know more about it. I don't. What the hell am I going to do watching the same shit my kids watch? I turn the television on. Eating it for content. You don't do that that when they get to certain. Yeah, you don't do that when they get to Especially on Disney. You never know. I'm sorry, sweethearts. I'm Generation X. I was raised by a television. Get off that girl. bitch was my fucking <laughs> babysitter. You turn that bitch on and you leave and you trust that the sensors and broadcast Look at standards... my Jupiter cup. <laughs> Look at my Uranus cup. Those are great shelves, by the way. I just can't stop looking at them. It's mesmerizing. Uranus cup. <laughs> I'm so, you know what? I'm filled with jealousy. The one thing I will say though is I uh, did you drill them together? What do you mean? Like your shelves. No, you have a, these two, that's yeah. the gap. Yeah, you got to drill that together. I, I will eventually. Right. Finally. They, they had they had like a thing, like a metal bracer. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could probably brace them together so it looks like it's... They do just, look really fucking heavy, though. Yeah, they are. going to be a bitch when you move. Uh, not, just gonna, you're just going to die there, right? 
That's yeah, uh, yeah, the shelves will eventually fall on me and, <laughs> and, and I will die. There you go. They were 400 pounds for all, about 437 pounds for all of it. Damn. They look great, though. It was well worth it. I'm super jacked because I love shelves and books. My wife, not so much, but I love shelves and books. And that That's why this, this wall has been blank for three years back there. It looks great. A lot of dusting, though. Jesus. Well, you know, I've got the lady that comes in every Wednesday, so it's her, it's her problem now. <laughs> you mean your daughter <laughs> comes to visit? <laughs> hey, get dusted, stupid. But yeah, so um, I don't know, man. I'm just not. No, see, I like the doctor story arc. I mean, I know that you're down on it, and it's the whole we saw it with Data thing. We did it see starts, it with it Data. Starts, just... It starts with another incident that would drive Neelix crazy. This guy is basically macking on kess like he's talking to her about how much he works out and he just he works out so hard he tears his muscles off his body i mean i gotta work out all the time if not i'll just masturbate constantly and my roommate gets really weirded out about it so when i fucking high libido so when i so when i want to masturbate i just start working out and sometimes i still end up masturbating he's just like as he's talking he starts doing curls (laughs) I just did a thousand. I don't know if you heard me counting, (laughs) but yes, I'm built different. I just got to work out. I mean, I'm so physically fit, even though I don't really look physically fit in my space uniform. He did not at all. (laughs) Like he must instantly get injured every time he tries to work out. He starts starts with like (laughs) 500 pounds and the deadlift he doesn't oh, even do no. that he walks into the gym trips and he's like oh oh yeah let me do, let me do some warm-up stretches ready oh god my arm oh ah, ah, see yeah ah. i did I, I just really pushed it last week yeah i was really mm. warming up hard <laughs> pushed it too hard on my warm-ups bro no pain no gain did you ever Let's go to planet fitness uh, i took the rocket ship to planet fitness a few yeah. times Okay, so they've everybody got, dabbles in Planet Fitness at some point. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty cheap too. Before I gave up my membership, I did go back a couple of times, and they had the there's this contraption where it's it's a stretching machine, but it's it's not like a machine. <laughs> no, no, it's just you 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 hold on to the bars, uh-huh. yeah, and, and it it puts you through like different stretches. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right on the towel. <laughs> I don't know why they wanted a sofa on top of me, but anyway. No, it's it just like it, you're just paying to be tortured. Well, no, but the thing is, it's it's stationary. It doesn't Isn't that like called the rack. Well, no, 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 it doesn't pull you. You, it's your own body weight's resistance to it, and it just you reach out and you hold on to the different things, and then you like pull. Pull, and it gives you a good stretch. Could you but just now go to like a playground and just hang on the monkey bars? I do that at, at uh, Trashmore sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like those different little workout stations. Mm-hmm. I'll find the ones that let me dangle. I, I think you're actually supposed to pull up, but I don't do that. I just, <laughs> I do. I just oh, look at dangle bar. There. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I call it, the dangle bar. And you just, you just dangle there. That's what I call my dick. <laughs> you have a bar. dick this yeah. is getting interesting. Just, just for 24 hours, Bob. She only <laughs> okay. has it for 24 hours. It is the full moon. <laughs> my time of the month be standing up and move on with life <laughs> it's every be woman's goal once a month women became, got dicks I think it would be, be better if once a month everybody switched 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for the, the, yeah, how do you like it? How do you like it? I love it. It's the best. Well, see, with my luck, though, if it was once every 30 days, more often than not, uh, it would be the bad day to have it. And it'd be like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, it we all get It could we be all argued there's not many good days to be a woman in this country. <laughs> yeah. In this world. I Well, maybe, though, maybe we would have a better, I don't know, we would treat people better. Probably not. No, they wouldn't. No. Nothing's ever going to make people treat each other better. Like, let's just let's just get over that fucking facade. Yeah, people people just have are, been doing this for thousands of years. Yeah, people yeah, just, they, they didn't switch once a month. Look, they had to invent a mystical space being to try to convince people to be fucking nice to each other. That's how fucking mean people are. They had and to now inv- people use that mystical space being to <laughs> yes. be mean to other yes. people. They, they had to, to and the people who don't yes. believe it are being. They nice. had to invent a mystical being in space. Hey, look, if you're not nice to each other, you're gonna go to a burning pit of sulfur, and then that didn't even work out because what then else they's gonna make you go to the pit because then if they you start do that. What that guy's doing? <laughs> you go to the pit. Then they started disagreeing about the magic space guys, so they made their own magical space guys. So yeah, no, people are never going to be nice to each other. You can, as an individual, choose to be nice. And that's how I try to live my life. Like, I'm just going to be nice to people. But yeah, collectively, nah, it's probably going to happen. I still think switching, switching, would switching won't matter. It won't matter. Yeah. Maybe if it was a month at a time, not just a day at a time. Then like it'll be every the other people month. who switch for three days are going to be superior to people who switch for four days. <laughs> well, Yeah. And some people have high switch and some people have low switch. Those lazy three-day switchers. <laughs> Here I am. I'm, I'm, some I people don't probably, switch at all. Yeah. I would probably go the, the Steve Martin route. And on the times that I was switched, I just wouldn't leave the house. Yeah. I mean, I it's that what was that his old thing? Why what a men why men don't have boobs? I could never have breasts because I would just stay home and play with them all day. Yeah. And to be fair though, that was a Carl Reiner joke. And Steve did give him credit for it in interviews, but so, but yes, we are um, for the footnote, Ben. Yeah, thanks, Ben. So we see this microscopic Citation wormhole, needed. and they sh- and again the the it's it's in the books. You got to cite. You got to use your citations. Yeah. And they, format, please. Yes. They see this stupid wormhole that's too small to get anything in. And then they start trekking some trek and a lot of lot of techno babble, a lot of jargon. A lot of jargon. And we're able to get a, a signal through. And then we're able to establish a voice channel. Well, because through. the probe gets stuck. Yes, they yeah. well, they shoot a microscopic probe it through it. And I didn't even know they had those things. I didn't know that space was space lube. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> get it through. Just spit, just, just spit on it. You need yeah. to grease it up first. Jenny's my kind of girl. Just spit on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I never even knew they had microscopic probes. Um, we wouldn't need to be microscopic because they said it was a twelve-inch uh, hole. What's so, thirty centimeters? Yeah, twelve inches. But still, I didn't know they had probes that small. Is what I'm saying. We'll see in the future. We we don't use pretend units of measurement, Dennis. So inches are, are dead. Oh, yeah. Finally, that was the thing that caused the Great World War. Like, look, we're getting rid of inches. Fuck you. <laughs> I guess I guess America lost that war. <laughs> you can take our lives, but you'll never take my foot. What? But yeah, so it's about three cow lengths away. 
I don't know, My man. My car gets 40 rods to the hog's head, and that's the <laughs> that's way I likes it. it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to not like this episode, but I just don't. And I mean, like, because you're just waiting for the bottom to drop out. And and uh, what's the? Deal? They're not going home six episodes in. Yeah, they're not going home. There's no way this is going to work. And what's the deal? With Janeway having to answer the call in her nighty, like talking to, uh, it was real creepy, man. That whole scene that was, was creepy. She get what she wanted to throw on a robe or something. No, 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 I think, no, no. I think it's, it's uh, the... that day, uh, Kate Mulgrew was like, "I'm not getting my hair done today, guys. <laughs> Fuck you. Shoot me with my hair down." And they're like, "Well, we can't do it in your uniform because it doesn't look professional." They're like, "All right, put me in the nighty." It's not the, it's not, for me, it was the context of the scene. She well, woke up in the middle of the night. No, it's, the call. it's not, the, it's, it's the conversation she's having after where it's like, well, I would like to see a visual representation of you to make sure that you're real. And like, that it felt very weird. It, like it was turning yeah. into like phone sex or something. Sin, yeah. Dude. Thank you, Jenny. That's the way I thought too, because the way she's kind of sitting on the couch and she's, she's kind like, of oh my. like leaving. I've never done this before. Yeah. It, it just she's felt. Like, you know what? Your voice sounds really sexy. You look sexy too. Yeah. It just, <laughs> it just felt kind of weird. Cause even Stephanie was watching it with me while I was folding clothes and she's like, I don't like this. This is weird. And I was like, what's weird about it. She's like, why, why, why are they having this conversation? And like, I don't get it. I just, she was kind of creeped out by it too, because it kind of gave me that vibe. Mm-hmm. Jenny agrees with me. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of looking at it like, you know, what, where is this going? I don't like anything about this. Scene. Is she gonna fall? Is she gonna fall in love with this voice? Like, mm-hmm. is because they talk about during the episode how lonely everybody is and how it would just be nice to make contact with somebody. And now all of a sudden she's in a nighty and she's like twirling her hair while she's talking to some fucking voice somewhere. She could have been having that exact same conversation in just like I don't know, just some any other casual outfit just laying around our house. It didn't have to be in the middle of the night when she's asleep and like wearing her lingerie. Yeah. Thanks. Somebody was just being perverted. Thanks, Jenny. I just, I didn't get that context at all that you guys. How many doing. calls for work I've had when I'm in like boxers and a t-shirt. <laughs> I would love to see that. You in a nighty just put it, patch it through and you're just playing with your hair. Well, yes. Well, yes. Is there video? No. Then we I'm wearing whatever. Maybe we can establish a, uh, a visual link. While I'm washing my hair in my I've silk wore the same t shirt for th- three days now in my silk 90. Fuck it. <laughs> like, I had no idea. I hope looking at your butt in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. maybe we can establish a visual link. Yeah. I hope that silk 90s are the norm for Voyager's crew for sleeping gear. Like what was everybody, Harry wearing? Everybody just wears a, a, a 90. I don't know. Was Harry sleeping in his uniform? He had the eye thing on, he had the blanket up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm remiss for not pointing it out uh, when we were recording the episode, but my wife sells sleeping masks. Check out our website. All right. Does right. she have any dork trick branded ones? Not yet. <laughs> I yeah, I just, married. I just thought this was goofy. Like I thought it was unnecessary and like, I, I, it just put me off. Well, I mean, we've seen Picard answer calls from admirals in his pajamas before. With visual, like he just goes and flips on the fucking monitor. Yeah, he wears that little sexy robe with his. That's only on vacation. That's only on vacation. 
No, no, no. He's had his pajamas on the Enterprise. I have to go back and watch. Where he gets out of bed, answers the call. He's got and his the sleeping admi- cap on. And the Admiral, he's like, boy, boy tell what me, di- what, what day is, is this? <laughs> it's Christmas Day, Captain Picard. Is the goose still in the butcher's window? <laughs> like, yeah, we instantly went for the same joke, Ben. That's wonderful. Because he was in the movie. Of course, Dennis. Gosh, He's also in the Broadway play, Dennis. I just, I just, I. Nobody goes to Broadway. Not anymore. I'm just glad Jenny <laughs> agrees with me on this one. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah, it was weird. They could have written that scene any other way and not have it be creepy. Picard didn't answer his calls and like. I'm really lonely right now. <laughs> he wasn't lonely. But here's the thing, because he's so he's in the Alpha Quadrant. He's not he had lonely. Plenty of old rocks and bones to dig up. And even the went. Admiral though was like those are oh, his friends. I would love to. Was it Admiral Nechev, I believe, is yeah. the one who took the who called him? And she's like, oh, dressing a little informally nowadays, aren't we? Because uh, he or had the j- like- yeah, he had a jacket on. He had his full uniform, a, a mock turtleneck, and a jacket. Just the suede jacket? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yes, that's informal. I mean, Janway's like just, I mean, and I'm not saying like I'm a prude, but I just thought it was weird because, again, the context of the episode being so lonely and like she's just kind of, I felt like she was almost being seduced by this v- mysterious voice. Well, you I, know, I actually thought that he was kind of sexy. like taking that angle of like trying to seduce her to like, get information because he kept Sammy saying nudes. something about yeah <laughs> um like intel and like oh your technology this and this and this and I was like i thought he was like you know trying to sweet talker so that he would like get some information nigerian princinger exactly i actually thought like this whole time i was like this is a nigerian prince. fishing attempt we'll see yeah. something it's I wormhole fishing something <laughs> i didn't think about until just now though when they gave him the isolinear chip to take back with him that's a an isolinear chip from 2371 think about how that changes the the past yeah does it it has to sure somebody's written a book about this right i mean when he goes back and he's he his brother's like hey i just brought in the enterprise c a couple of years ago and and i got this uh i just killed tasha yar but we got a kid and he and she's like Uncle Rimlack, what's that? A USB drive? Uncle Rimlack. <laughs> Uncle Rimlack, tell me about the time you went back 20 years into the future and met a weird bunch of people who were all horny for you. Because my <laughs> mom went from the future too. Yeah, I just, I like, they should, if you want my opinion, and this is just me, they should have killed him. Once they found out that he was a temple anomaly, they should have just killed him. Because again, A, he's a Romulan, especially because you hadn't made contact between the Romulan and the Federation for over a hundred years. You just gave this guy a, a USB drive that's got all kinds of crazy technology on it. He's been to your fancy ship. He's seen all kinds of things. He's a science officer. You should have whacked him as soon as he found out. Just, oh, you're from the past. Dead. It would have been great if he, like, if he either couldn't go back or he decided he didn't want to go back for some reason. That would have been cool, too. Yeah. Even though he had a a wife and a a baby he had never seen. But, you know. That kid doesn't know you, son. Yeah, he's not going to miss you. Exactly. She's probably got some new hot Romulan guy with shoulder pads. Yeah, I had that initial sailor math whenever he said, yeah, I've been in space for a year and I've got a a seven-month 
old kid at home and i'm like wait, wait. oh because then seven well, how long are Ren- romulan months and how long do they just date and I, i'm out <laughs> nope. i'm out done I promise you, that's the first thing that went through my head when he started talking about months and years. I was like, mm, how long is a Romulan year? I'm just, I don't know, Compared man. to an Earth year. You can't trust the Romulans. I think that's obvious. And the fact that yeah. they just let this guy aboard their or ship. Or a big butt and a smile. Yeah, and a big Two shoulder pads. Yeah, a Romulan with a big butt, you definitely cannot trust that. They're not going to smile. But if you see a Romulan with a big butt and, and a champ haircut, you're in trouble. In some serious trouble, but they just—I don't know, man. There's just so much about this episode. They—they they fucked up the whole continuity of of the universe by letting this guy on their ship. Yeah, yeah he seemed trustworthy. Well, they didn't know he was from the past when they brought him in. True, but once they found out, they got to ice him. How Tuvok we'll wipe his memory? They can wipe his memory. How Tuvok? Like, just... But then he doesn't remember his family and his kids, and that's sad. Just kill. Well, just... They can. The doctor can pick out the right engrams. Yeah, just but, take out the last 24 hours. Yeah. All I'm saying is Tuvok, who's all logical, should have been like, well, this guy's an anomaly. Dead. Yeah, even better, Janeway, once they're like, oh, he's from 2351. And Janeway just looks to Tuvok and says, condition alpha. And he just reaches up and goes, snap. <laughs> <laughs> just like instant. Because... I mean, but they I just stun him and put him into like uh, the the Luke Skywalker. Like, wait, tube they stone cold stun him. They kick him in the belly. And they give him the stunner. <laughs> yeah, and then they put him in a tube of liquid. And then all throughout the rest of the series, you just see him floating in the liquid while they try to think of what to do with him. Stunner, stunner! Jr.'s freaking out. <laughs> My God, he stunned him. Goes home and his the rattlesnake strikes. Twenty years and seven months old. I'm surprised the guy wasn't like, so Janeway, where's your nightgown? I came 20 years into the future to tap that ass. I could tell what you were wearing over the phone. <laughs> it was real sexy. Oh, your camera was on the whole time. Did, didn't you know? I mean, I had mine <laughs> off. but It's because I was masturbating. Usually I work out, but I figured. <laughs> I had this stress fracture on my hand. I had to take a couple of days off. I don't know, man. Like, it's just... I don't know. You know, Kess is smart and she wants to be a doctor. I really like... I I really liked Kess in this episode. I thought she was Mm -hmm. really good. I like that character in general. Yeah, me too. So far. Yeah, that's Mm. fine. I mean, we're seven seven episodes in. I mean, she's in my top three. They They are kind of banging us over the head with her a little bit. Like it's starting to get there to the point. Okay, is there anybody else on the ship? You know. Well, I mean, her. She's played this role previously on an episode where, like, well, what the doctor's got feelings and shit. You know. So, like, right now she's kind of a one-trick pony, but the trick she's doing, I don't mind. You know, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I was just disappointed. I mean, because you can't have this episode seven episodes in. It's too early for this. Hey, we found a wormhole. We can communicate with the. It's like already, motherfucker. Like, come on. You guys yeah, got like, six. You got that's six. Why there's a twist. You got six more seasons. Yeah, but that's the thing is that I mean, even if you don't know it's going to last seven seasons, you well, the show that just ended lasted seven seasons. Oh, shows. The show that yeah. you, you well, know, yeah, the show yeah. that you're on 
parallel to is what like fourth season right now Worf just showed up on uh ds9 this year what um what kind of contracts did the cast sign for this show ben did they sign six-year contracts again see i i because i always get that conflicted because when best of both worlds came on at the end of third season of tng Patrick Stewart was up for renegotiation. So he obviously did not sign a seven-year contract. What was that? I don't know. Did you hear that? It's about to turn into a snuff film. It was was scary. (laughs) Was that your door or was that just the wall? That was outside. I couldn't tell if somebody banging on your patio door or if there was gunshots like right outside. That didn't sound like gunshots, you know. No. This is a gunshot. <laughs> if Manny were still here. You you're about to hear it just in case. I mean, I have to go pull a certain book off the shelf. Hold on. Leading down to the back cave. That's all I need is is for the shelves to like slide open in the background while I'm recording and, and <laughs> like my, my youthful ward comes out. Ooh. <laughs> just, like, you just end up in somebody else's apartment. Oh, hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, if you if you end up with a 15-year-old gymnast orphan yeah, we're calling living the with cops. you, people I, yeah. are going to have questions. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're calling the cops. I, li- I love you, Ben, but I'm calling the cops. Yeah. Calling the cops. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Wait, wasn't he like 13 in the original? You're not making it any know. better for yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even trying. Like, I'm not going to go like, well, since he's 13, yeah, I guess that's a fine. teenage gymnast orphan. How about yeah. that? My totally Lord. legit. But yeah, I don't. I'm not mm. grooming him at all. I will admit, the first time I saw this episode, like a few years ago, when I was just watching, like every every week, I was trying to watch an episode of each series. So, like, you know, Monday would be TNG, Tuesday, DS9. What a wild life. <laughs> but it, it didn't last very long. But I got I got through, like, 10 episodes of Voyager at that point. And when I saw this the first time, I really liked it. This time, I was kind of like, eh. And I think that might be because I've seen DS9 now, you know? Yeah. Like, comparing it to the episodic Trek that I had known before, I thought, oh, this is a pretty good episodic well and 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 comparing it to episodic trek i mean you could put this episode anywhere and and not know the context of it just turn it on and go that was cool that was interesting Mm -hmm. but when you're watching them in order when we've just i mean i don't care what you say it's a time travel episode yeah A, a guy comes from the past to the present that is called fucking time travel yeah so this is, this is seven episodes in, and we've had three time travel episodes already. And they actually debated going to the past and going back with him. So, I mean, they were at least considering the whole, well, you know, what, what would happen if we changed. Harry was. Yeah, Harry was yeah. like, I want to go back. It's like, shut up, Harry. Kim, you're a dummy. Well, here's the you go no wonder back. Why I want to see my mom when she was younger. No wonder why you never oh, made rank saying stupid shit like that. Yeah. You want to go back in time to the Romulan Empire when we're still at very aggressive time with I'm the sure Romulans. they want to keep you prisoner. Yeah, and that's another the guy thing. said he would bring a troop ship. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, Ben, and that's a really good point too. The the continuity, the time the timeline of the original Star Trek is this is not conducive for any of this conversation. 
they are definitely getting tortured yes. and interrogated when they come over. And they're going to find a way to bring that ship into the uh, twenty by a microscopic piece. Yeah, twenty three fifties and fucking rebuild it and then take over the Federation with it. Yeah, I'm sure you know it probably takes an unbelievable amount of energy, but I'm sure you can transport a ship, right? Convert it to get energy and then reassemble it. Yeah, you can do it to people and things. The the amount of energy needed to do that. Just kill a sun. Use <laughs> use the power of a star <laughs> to transport ships and worlds. But maybe that's what happened, and that's why the Romulan star blew up. Maybe. I didn't <laughs> even. All- I didn't even think about that, Ben. That's a really good point. With the whole time, the the time is off for this. That would have been a great show. Now, if it's a Vulcan, I would have watched seven seasons of them getting tortured. Yeah, right. I feel like I'm being fucking tortured. Now, it's it's a if it's a Vulcan, I think it's it's cooler because then you don't have to worry about that that icy relationship because the Vulcan's going to do everything he can to help. Mm-hmm. Right. The fact that it's a Romulan makes it sexy because, like, oh, it's a Romulan. That's cool. It's a well, the, Romulan. The thing is, the guy dies in 2367. Yeah. So all this is, it's like sad trombone music happens twice. Oh, he's from the past. We can't go wah, wah, wah. Let's give him our stuff anyway. Cool. He takes it. Oh, he dies. Wah, wah, this is, uh, wah. This is where we learn that uh, Tuvok is named after the Vulcan god of raining on parades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> twice in the episode Tuvok oh uh, by the way I I wanted to tell you guys I figured out what this phase uh, anomaly is (laughs) this guy's from the past oh and by the way he died (laughs) during the first season of TNG yeah Yeah, Tuvok is definitely fucking Vulcan for Debbie Downer (laughs) oh and guess what Janeway we just got a transmission through the wormhole your dog died I don't know how it happened, but the dog died. Yeah, well, the dog time traveled 20 years ago, and the Romulans <laughs> hit it with a bus. <laughs> then backed know, up over it and then ran over it again. Did I hit something? Boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely ran over something. But if I just turn on a random episode of Voyager, I go, oh, this is cool. This is mm-hmm. interesting. This is fun. But if I'm watching them in a row, nah, man, this is bullshit. Come on. But I think it. there's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> I think we have to decompress and go back to episodic television. But we're out of ideas already. It's the seventh fucking episode. They did. They've already done uh, what by this point, ten and a half seasons of television, Star Trek television. There's not a whole lot of more ideas out there. No, I mean, we have in done... a whole other quadrant. They have plenty of things to explore and to do. Yeah. They can come up with all kinds of new aliens and situations. They can't. They can't. It's just more guys with <laughs> stuff on their head. Well, see, that's the thing. That was one of the things I, I keep seeing in, in the, the criticisms and <laughs> different can't. reviews. Apparently not. <laughs> is Yeah, is, is it, I mean, it's like you had all this opportunity to have a completely new trick with Voyager. Yeah. Generation ship, uh, you know, any kind of like yeah. uh, internal strife caused by the situation they're in. Uh, and between the Maquis crew and the Starfleet crew, like there's lots of opportunities for interesting stories. And they're and like, see, we can't do that. If here's Star the thing, Trek. if I, I wonder if the series had been better and it was like TNG level good or DS9 level, well, DS9 was underappreciated at its time. But if, if it was just like a, a, a raging success on UPN, 
right, for its seven years, if they would have done their seven years, and at the end of the seven years, they don't go home, and then they have a movie. So this, so this series wasn't a raging the success. Home? The movie would be The Voyage Home? Yeah. Again. Voyage or Voyage Home. This movie wasn't, this episode, excuse me, the series wasn't a raging success? I do not think so. Huh. Went, on think, seven, went on for I mean, seven they, seasons. They spun off into, or not spun off, but, you know, Enterprise came right after it, right? Yep. Lasted four years. It's just, I'm just disappointed. Is your hostage trying to break free, Ben? No. Help me! 15-year-old boy. Please! My gymnastic skills aren't helping me escape. <laughs> He's got me tied to the stretcher bar thing. <laughs> You're not tied, okay? Use, use your body your weight to stretch yourself. Your Come on, that kid is. <laughs> stretch your anus. Jesus Christ, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. don't i'm just sad i'm just i just i don't know maybe it would be best if we watched voyager out of order <laughs> like we just pick i just, we just pick like okay season i don't think it'll make it better <laughs> wait <laughs> who's this i don't think it'll make it better i don't i i it's just episodic like it'll feel the same because it's all just going to be like there's not very many through lines that are going to carry throughout the series. I don't, I don't think, you know, it's always going to kind of be, Oh, we ran into this weird thing. You know? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still kind of enjoying Voyager more than I expected. I was going to, which isn't saying a whole lot, but you know, for all the flaws that are in this episode, I still kind of strangely didn't hate it. I liked it, I guess. I don't know how I'd say it. It was okay. If you're, are you ready to give it a score? Give it a score so I we can at so. least give it's it pretty a... all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> solidly average. I'll say that again. It's pretty all right. Uh, I'll give it a, I guess I'll give it a five. It's okay. It's just an episode. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I think it wouldn't have it would have been better if it was later in the series because then like there's no surprise you know that they're not going to get home so there's no twist ending or anything it's yeah. just okay and like in the way you i'm on the wikipedia page and the way the reception of this episode people are oh it's the den of geek whoever the fuck they are so this is binge watching it's you gotta watch this one and one of the top vox rated this the top 25 essential episodes of star trek this no that's what i'm the looking at star, star trek, trek? yes no. no in 2016 vox rated this one of the top 25 episodes uh essential episodes of star trek read uh, the hickey the hickey pop one though in 2019. Yes. yes, in 2019, Higgy Pop noted that this episode is one of the time travel stories in Star Trek. <laughs> it's why noted would you, as one of the time Why would you put stories. that there? Does somebody said this is the 14th best episode of Voyager. 14th? Uh -oh. Of all the time travel episodes, this is definitely one of them. Yes, but this is the 14th best episode of Voyager? Really? Yeah. See, well, for you to say Gizmodo this is one of says it's one of the must-watch episodes from season one of the show. There's only 14 and there's 14 of them. 
So if if they're saying this was one of the top 25 episodes of all Star Trek. What the fuck are they watching? I would be hard pressed to come up with 24 better episodes. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, I'm just thinking about it. It's like I, I could make a case that not one episode of Voyager makes it into the top 25. But I know that there's a couple of really good ones. Like the Michael McKeon one, I would put in there in the top 25. Spinal Tap is in Voyager. Is he a clown? Is that that one? Yeah. I love that episode. Now, I like the one with Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander's in an episode, isn't he? George Costanza? Yeah. Sarah Silverman's in an episode? Yeah. Um, I, she in the episode with the no, she's not in the episode with the rock. No, but I mean, considering okay, this is the 14th best episode of Voyager, we're on a fucking road to nowhere. <laughs> it's the 14th best episode of the first Great season, song, though. That's when you, you got problems. <laughs> oh my god, it's just like wow, man. I mean, again, it's not, I agree with you, Jenny. It's not, it's not terrible, it's an interesting premise. But I feel like it's already kind of threadbare at this point because we're doing time travel again. We're exploring mm-hmm. another anomaly. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But at least Neelix isn't in it, so I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a five. Like it's just there. Like I can. I watched it. This is perfect. This is perfect Star Trek watching for folding laundry. Yeah. Because you can go upstairs, you can put your laundry away, you can come back down, and you're not really missing anything. Just kind of half watch it while you're doing something else. Yeah. I mean, I feel like basically the show is being held together by the strength of the characters that are in it. That's the main thing for me, is that the characters are really, really good. So far, I'd agree with you on that. (laughs) Except for Neelix. And Neelix sucks. But I mean, this is the third time travel episode already. Out of six episodes? See, the Doctor is still in my top favorite characters, but Janeway is starting to edge edge up there. Where they're just kind of... Just edging? You know what would have been really cool? Is if they <laughs> uh, they figure out, okay, this guy is from 20 years in the past. Mm-hmm. But then they figure out that when the caretaker brought them, the caretaker actually transported them 20 years into the past. Like they figure out that holy crap, he's not in the past. We're in the past. We've been in the past this whole time. Exactly. Well, they would have figured that out though, just from the positions no. of the stars or something. No, this is no. No. Okay. But it would have been cool if the Romulan guy maybe he stars, ben, maybe he joins the crew. Yeah. Maybe would, yeah. maybe he can't he can't get back. Like the somebody would have failed. Like he trained changes places with somebody else. Somebody goes back. The guy, the workout guy, goes. To, <laughs> oh, yo, I, heard, I heard the Romulans got some sweet fucking things I could lift over there, bro. <laughs> they got this stretching thing that you gotta just kind of <laughs> hang on. It's pretty rad. It's your body weight. I didn't even think about the Ben thing with the the timeline either. That's a whole nother issue there. I actually thought it would have been more interesting if he died in transport on the way back. Like something happened, and then like, oh shit, he's just dissipated into like the molecules. Dude, exactly. He died back he on his way back to his home. Who's a rocking dude? <laughs> yes, exactly. Romulan Poochie. <laughs> Romulan Poochie. I think Romulan Poochie's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, I'm gonna Photoshop this. I love Poochie. All I Poochie. can think of is Romulan Poochie sung to the tune of <laughs> Buffalo Soldier. Romulan Poochie. I mean, he is kind of Rastafarian Poochie too, isn't he? Right? He's, he, just a, he's just an outrageous dude. He even mentions it in, a, he's like a part Rasta or some shit. Yeah. He mentions it in the song. He's part I'm, of a lot of things. He's like Joe Camelin, a third Fonzarelli. <laughs> the Poochie episode of The Simpsons is pretty wonderful. Yeah. I think we referenced it last week. <laughs> Let's see if we can work Poochie into, into every episode. They, they seem one... to be working time travel into every episode, so why can't we work Poochie? <laughs> you know, and the, the Poochie episode was actually uh, ranked as one of the top 25 episodes of Star Trek of all time. So <laughs> it, it, it is kind of interesting. That top it, 10 of it is noted as a time travel episode. As <laughs> it's well. noted. Oh, this is noted as a time travel episode. It's not this even probably the 14th. It's 14- not the first time I've seen that. Uh, yeah in as a reference to a, t- a voyager episode this probably isn't in the top 10 time travel episodes of star trek yeah i don't know well i was gonna say are there Depends 10 on what, and I'm like, like oh, yeah. obviously the uh the um the kelsey grammar one is ahead of it the yesterday's enterprise one is ahead of it i mean the like, bell riots one is ahead of it the mm-hmm. the one with the the sci-fi writer is ahead of it trouble with mm-hmm. no, trials and tribulations is that like there's 10 uh ds9 time travel episodes yes. <laughs> well no there's other voyager time travel episodes that are ahead of it. i bet hell <laughs> yeah maybe I we'll mean. find out i don't know man look all i'm saying is i've been watching a lot of law and order lately and the idea of doing a Law and Order podcast really sounds awesome to me. It's better and better every day. And I don't, and, and like, I agree, Jenny, like I've, I, and the weird part is I've enjoyed Voyager more than I thought I would, mm-hmm. but it's just like, we're doing time travel already again. Like, oh, we contacted home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, what, I want to so? get, I want to get to the point of Voyager. Like, you know what? Fuck it, man. We're not going to. We just got it. We got it. No, it's just not going to happen. Like, we just got to, we just got to ride this thing out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're also, I, we're also lonely. I just, I stand by though. Like Kim what Jong-il. I say every, <laughs> I'm so lonely. every episode. I thought this was further along in the series when they did this. It would have been better probably. Yeah. This this is one of the first ones where that was definitely a thing. But... That's kind of frightening because then that means that there is no development of the characters whatsoever throughout the series that you can't tell where like wow. when episodes happen. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, after Paris and Janeway have their affair, that's pretty much the only big, you know, shake up. That's not true either because they bring in seven and nine. So I mean Well, yeah. When they kill Kiss, that's kind of a thing. They bring seven and nine in and she kind of does her thing. And then the show just switches to her. Like, how can we talk about her boobs? <laughs> we need to build a special room just for her. Yeah. So she can hook her boobs up to it. With one-way glass. Yeah, so we could watch her boobs. What if the doctor and seven and Chakotay are in a love triangle? Yeah. So it turns into a soap opera? Is that where it's going? 
<laughs> I know I know that Chicote and Seven and Nine eventually have some kind of relationship, like they have. But I mean, I also know that the doctor the shows are his spirit animal. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's it's a, a snake. Wham! It's a trouser snake. <laughs> it's a spitting trouser snake. But then there's um yeah then there's the whole episode about fucking uh, the holograms family on the holodeck and it's like you keep going back to see that's just one one episode. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> if you're that's, trying to learn, the first how time to- I saw that episode, I didn't think it was that bad. But thinking about it in context of like when we get to it, we're gonna be so beaten in the head with <laughs> all of these voyager stories that we're gonna be like oh god and i'll be making the same comment i i know this is fifth season but i swear i thought this came later in the series exactly. <laughs> when we get to seventh season you'll be like i could have swore endgame came uh, or what is it is the last episode called endgame probably either that or infinity war voyager infinity war god it's just Jetty disappeared. Now she's back. I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna give this. What I say, a five. I'll stick with that. Five. Five. Yeah, I feel yeah. like um, anomalies. Finding and investigating anomalies are kind of gonna be like the Voyager version of the TNG uh, diplomatic missions. Like we're carrying these diplomats to this conference. How do they even thing. see this thing if it's so small from way out there? Well, Harry picked it up. Job. Picked up the to look for know, holes. Yeah, my small holes, tight space holes. Like I would like to see what happened if it, like if it actually collapsed. Like what would have happened if the wormhole collapsed? That would have been even cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they they were getting ready to beam somebody, and they're like, "Well, at least we can save somebody." Harry, come on, hurry, get on the transporter pad, and before <laughs> they could beam him, it collapses. And then, like, you see his hopes collapse. Jelly pops out of the ends of it. But, like, what happens? What happens when a wormhole collapses? That's what I want to see. Well, I think we see that actually. You know? Didn't we see that in uh, in another one where the Frangi were trying to buy a Mm -hmm. wormhole or something like that in TNG? I don't know. Oh, this end is stable, but the other end, who knows where to pop out? And I love how the idea that, oh, yeah, it'll end up in the Alpha Quadrant. We got a 25% chance. If a doctor tells you you got a disease and you got a 25% chance to live, you're not thinking it's going to be great. And if I take my 33 or 3% chance, then your chance to win a drastic go down. And who's to say that a wormhole has to go to a different place in the same galaxy? It's a lot of assumptions. That's a good point. It's a a lot of assumptions. Or even in the same universe. Yeah. Or the same year. Yeah. Just so enthusiastically was like, let's do it. Let's check this fucking thing out. What if they called Thanos? (laughs) Then he comes and fucks their shit up. Half the crew's dead. But now we don't have to ration the replicators. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she was pretty quick to to make that soup. Jamie, I've got a plan to fix your energy issues. (laughs) Who just drinks bouillon? You just drink. I'm used to. You just drink. I'm. I make. Yeah. Whenever I just need something, I'm not really hungry, but I'm kind of peckish. You just drink broth. Get some nutrients in your body. Yeah. What are you dying? That's what my dad used to do when he was. He had cancer. He couldn't eat anything. He just drank soup. 
He drank bouillon. It's like, what I'm, the fuck? Look, I'm trying to work up the nerve to ask my uh, faux place if I can just buy the, the soup without the noodles and just like, just, just sell me that big thing of, of, of liquid. The broth. The broth, and then the I'll broth. just drink it. Drinking think, that much, just make your own. Yeah, I think if you go to the Asian market, you can buy it there, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it won't be hot. Some pho broth. If I go to the faux place, they'll they'll have it hot for Get me, the and then fubra. I can drink Jesus it on the way home. Jesus Christ, first world problems. Just filter it. <laughs> put it through a sieve. The Can't shelves, Jenny. my own soup. The shelves, Jenny. Okay, I think we've established that's where I'm at now. <laughs> my soup is cold. I have a lady that comes in on Wednesday and she heats up the soup after she dusts. I, I can't. I mean, it's, it's what happens in my life now. You're dusting soup, lady. Heat up my soup, wench. Hey, look, that's not nice, Mr. McCormick. I'm just, I'm here I have a, I have I'm a your laundry. accountant. <laughs> I have a laundry surface, okay? But I have the lady who comes by to dust, take the laundry and put it at the door. I don't even press the little button anymore. You're so uh, just it's, sexy. I just, I can't leave my house. I don't know. Risk of, of, of the diseases. Well, what do you, what do you give this episode, Ben? Six. A six. Wow. The no Neelix thing. I'm no. sorry. I, no Neelix, you're going to get an automatic six. Whoa, man. That's a, <laughs> I love that idea. The, the whole episode could just be Chakotay yelling to Kim like Chakotay's in the shitter and he's yelling through the door at Kim. And so the whole episode is us just sitting there with point of view of Kim listening to Chakotay bark orders and we don't see Neelix. I'm six. In. This sounds like a fantastic episode. It's a Talk about somebody who's just phoning it in six episodes and Chakotay doesn't give a fuck. Like he just, and I don't know if it's subconsciously that I know that he doesn't want to be there from reading the book. But yeah. like he doesn't give a fuck about this. It's funny I, because when she tells him to take the con, he's like, "Really? Do you want me to do something?" Like, like he's kind of confused. He has this confused look on his face. Like, uh, am I supposed to do something here? He's like, "Okay, Captain. Sure." What were we gonna say, Ben? Well, no, it's just pretty much the same thing. But it's just I, I look for his boredom now, and I think yeah. it's heavily influenced by the book. Where it's just like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's checked out here. He's checked out there. <laughs> I think it's like, one yeah. of the things I like about him. I relate I, to this character. <laughs> at some point, I just imagine. Like, he could be a member of our show because he's just like, <laughs> oh, fuck, Voyager. You think he oh, thought he was going to be Riker? Yeah. Like he would be getting all the, the trim since, mm -hmm. oh, it's a girl captain? Cool. I'm going to be She balls. can't do anything. Yeah. I'm going to be balls deep in that. But I just, I, at some point, I hope they're having like a staff meeting and somebody has to poke him with a stick to like wake him up or something. Oh. <laughs> Maybe he's got like eyes painted on his eyelids. <laughs> That's what the <laughs> tattoo's for? Could be. Oh, oh, he's, he's meditating again. He's gone to his spirit place to see his spirit. <laughs> then they have to have a talk with him. Look, Chakotay, you spend a lot of time with your spirit animal, man. You might want to spend some time in, in this realm. Or even the holodeck. And then yeah. he just totally like, no, this is why you're so lost. Like I am, I've never been more centered before, even though I'm thousands of light years away from home, but you, you just feel lost because you're not in connection with your spirit animal. Mm, no, I just, I, I think. Uh... Wait, 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 my spirit animal's calling again. Hang on. <laughs> 
It's just like Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> I'm meditating. I'm not sleeping. That's my mantra. What your mantra is that sound? That's my mantra, yes. <laughs> There's a your mantra is from... apnea? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I have an app that uh, records no apnea, Ben. Apnea. You have an app that records you sleeping? Yeah. So, you know, the, it's a... It, stream it's, it out over the internet? I, I guess I could. Is but that your own Patreon you're running, ben? It's It's sound activated. Only fans. So when you start snoring, it starts recording. Huh. And so I've got like six hours of like, what the fuck? Why are you single, Ben? Well, this recording may provide some hints. Exhibit A. Well, this would be about exhibit C, D. I give it a six as well. So I agree with Ben. All right. The no Neelix. Are we going through this? Down Not about the no Neelix things, but maybe subconsciously oh. that informed my uh, reading. I do I, love that. I love the no Neelix rule. <clears throat> we should we'll make that official. To that. All right. Well, it's From official. Here on out. If Neelix doesn't appear in an episode, it's a six. And is not mentioned. Ooh, that's gonna be tough. The mention so, if if he's not mentioned, that might be a seven. Because he was mentioned in this episode, actually. Oh, was he? Yeah, when when uh Kess went to go talk to Janeway, she's like, if somebody on the crew wasn't feeling like their needs yeah. are getting met, would you want to hear about it? She's like, Oh, do you you and Neelix not feel like that's right? She so she said the name Neelix. So, so are we setting up like a almost like a Bechtel test? But for Neelix, the Neelix test. So if two characters have a conversation and neither of them mention Neelix, <laughs> the first test is the first criteria is Neelix does not appear in the episode. That's a six. The second yeah. criteria is he is not mentioned in the episode. That's a seven. A okay. six point five. I think right, a seven is too. Yeah. Six Come on, this is still Voyager. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. You here. take points away for it being Voyager, so you come out to six five. <laughs> All right, 6.5. It's an automatic six five if they don't mention ne uh, if they don't mention Neelix. If we don't see him, it's a six. All right. I'm in. Yeah. From here on out, so you don't have to adjust any of your rating. That's fine. Yeah. I just I'm going to tell you this though: if it's a time travel episode, I, you're I'm knocking Ooh. like. Yeah, if we, it's need, a we need a complex formula to figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's a time travel episode, you're going to start at like a two and then you got to work your way up from there. Mm, it's tough. I mean, I just see, I would say I could see losing a point or a point and a half if it's time okay. travel. All right, Ty, that's fair. So if you have a time travel episode, but no Neelix, then you're at a five. Yeah, so I stand by my score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm good with that. No time. Okay, so yeah, you lose a point if it's time travel. If it's holodeck, it might be two points. Mm. Is it a holodeck malfunction or is it just a trip Ooh, to the holodeck? Oh, that's a different one. Right? Yeah. If it's a malfunction, then we got some real problems. For addiction. Do they have any see, holodeck addiction episodes in this one like they do in TNG? I don't think so. But I see, that's the thing is I can't see how you're not dealing with that a lot more on voyager oh yeah with people you know just the holodeck is still relatively new technology because it was pretty new on the enterprise it seems like that would make it more likely that somebody would get addicted to yeah it. like holy shit look at this fun thing 
Yeah. Like I'm just gonna. Or maybe it was just new on starships and, and talk on planets. You know? And talk about the idea of burning a lot of energy. Like you got to ration food, but these motherfuckers create whole universes in a holodeck where it's like, yeah, that's fine. They're just going in there to jerk off. I, I thought that was interesting. Well, okay, Everybody so dim the lights. <laughs> Paris is going in to whack off. <laughs> so we have the Paris thing in the same episode. Why is my using... broth only lukewarm? <laughs> <laughs> and again, last week we lost 20% of our power reserves. This week she's just her making a, a her broth and Kess's spinach really drink. Nilly. Yeah. Like she doesn't even care. Well, what we don't know is they went in and they killed that organism and took all its energy, so they're fine. <laughs> they were going, they're like 20%. They thought as they're driving away, they're you know like 20%. They, they got their photon <laughs> torpedo back and re- Shoot it refilled again. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just kill this thing. We need the energy. Who cares if it's a life form? So if we kill it, will it be easier to harvest the stuff we need? Yes. Exactly. So, all right. So it's better Maybe if they die. just enslave it and make it follow them. <laughs> That's the Federation so way. Voyager's just flying around with a huge nebula behind it. We're going to hey. liberate the nebula. Hey, um, I know uh, Lorca would do it. Yeah. <laughs> Lorca would have that shit like vacuumed up. And Lorca wouldn't want to go home. He would, he would make himself a king in the Delta Quadrant and then use that empire to reinvade the, uh, the Terran Empire. Yeah. That even Gosh. sounds cool. That would be fucking cool. I hope that's season four. Of no, discovery no they're just gonna keep driving straight and like oh look a nebula let's look at a nebula yeah another anomaly yeah oh this is a wormhole too it's like they're just on a really long road trip yeah let's just stop at the large ball of twine in space so i <laughs> we're essentially watching fucking uh beginning uh, family of Friday vacation Day. we're watching family vacation yeah. yeah they're going to wally world yeah it just happens to be earth so I saw the the preview real quick um, of some of the stuff that's coming down the pike for uh, Star Trek, like uh, season four of Discovery is on the way. Ooh, cool! Um, I think they're filming it now. They should be close to wrapping filming. Um, season two of Lower Decks is going to happen. Season two of Picard is about to start filming if it hasn't already. Sometimes he's, he's just got to survive. Um. What was the other one? Strange New Worlds is uh, set to start. Um, like start as in episodes production. or start as in production? Filming, production. Oh, I thought they were already finished with it, but I guess the uh, COVID thing kind of put a stop um, to that. What was the other one? Uh, there's the new Janeway series. Prodigy. What? Prodigy on Nickelodeon. Oh, that, look, that looks cool. The cartoon, yeah. And from what I hear, do you remember the ensign in engineering that accidentally spilled hot chocolate? Sonia and whatever, yeah, is or on Jordy, yeah, she's put on the captain. On the captain, oh, that's right, yeah. On the three thousand, she's the three boob chick from uh, Total Recall. Ah, good for her. Was she maybe coming back for Prodigy? So, Oops, no, no. Three, she's got three titties. The, it's the a kid show. It's gonna not. be a really weird kid show. <laughs> <laughs> the kind but, of kid show that Roddenberry really wanted. Yeah, <laughs> it's we're more evolved children. So yeah, those are Suspicion. some of the things that uh, I got updates on. I still got to watch season. Is is Discovery over? Mm-hmm. Yeah, season oh. three is finished. Oh, that's cool! I could just go watch it all at once. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. I've only watched like one or two episodes. Thumbs so. up, thumbs down. Was it good? 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Not as good as season two, in my opinion. Yeah. I I do like the the fact that they're they're just outside of continuity now. Yeah, I think that's fun. Thirty second century, they can do pretty much whatever they want. They do a couple. They do a couple of callbacks. Um, I love Carl. Hot Carl or don't Carl wanna, from don't want Aqu- to spoil it. Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force is out I there. Think, yes. I think Dennis. The Mooner Knights too. Yeah, they bring uh, it all in. I hope you can hear this because I'm doing it as loud as I can. Who are the uh, yeah. <laughs> Who are the other uh, guys in space? The like the the um, German guys. Yeah, we're going to yeah. go to your ship. And we're going to deliver pizzas and we're going to call for the pizzas and tell them yes, they're going to order thirty seven pizzas and deliver them to your planet. Yeah, these guys were awesome. Hey man, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. My favorite part of that show though was always the Doctor Weird intros. Yeah, yeah the Doctor <laughs> Weird intros were good. Gentlemen, so, <laughs> I loved it. So tangentially, uh, Star Trek related. I've been watching and I'm now, I didn't know it was something I could catch up on, but I'm caught up on For All Mankind. Uh, Ronald D. Moore is one of the showrunners. Oh, that's and cool. Michael and, and Dennis, uh, Denise uh, Kuda are uh, technical advisors on it. And it's basically the Russians get to the moon first. And how does that change things? Huh. Right, they, they, we we yeah, that was the headline on the newspaper. Red Moon. Oh really? That's yeah, was this TV writer? Is this on Apple TV? <laughs> it is on Apple TV. I want to get I want to get Apple TV just for the Snoopy show coming. I think but, if you I and, think I heard and Ted Laos, I heard that Ted show is good. It's yeah. okay. Um, the uh, I heard and I got to look into this actually that if you subscribe, there's a subscription where you can get Apple Music and Apple TV. And instead of like however much you pay for Apple TV and Apple Music separately, it's like a two dollar difference between it. So like, I think Apple Music is like a seven dollar subscription a month. Really? I think. And then if you pay two dollars more, you get Apple TV too. Wow! Because wow. because like what? Um, uh, I'm, Amazon I'm doing free. Amazon Music is fourteen bucks a month or something Jesus. like that. Spotify family membership is so you can add like five people in your account. Yeah, I might have to maybe get Apple Music to get that because I want to watch that Snoopy show, baby. And I gotta get I gotta get HBO Max because I want to watch Godzilla and yeah. King Kong. Yeah. See, I'm gonna do Godzilla just like I did Wonder Woman. They're adding though. Superman the animated series soon. <gasps> and and the Tom and Jerry movie looks pretty good. Call me stupid, but I think it looks cute. Stupid. It's true. It's true. I'm just gonna get HBO you know Max. You're stupid. Wonderful. King Kong. Oh. Yeah, I want to get King Kong cancel. too, baby. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch uh, Watchmen. For like what a year now. Oh yeah. Out. Oh my god, that is such a good show. It's, I bet it's better than Voyager. All what right. The Snyder Cut. Nobody's looking forward to the Snyder Cut. How can they call it the Snyder Cut? By the way, when he's filming new content for them, <laughs> it's going to be more new stuff than was ever originally filmed for the movie. Yeah, the Joker's going to be in this one though, Dennis. Come god on. Damn it. But he's he's like a better version of the Joker. He's You'll like, like him. He's still he's, Jared Leto. Yeah, he's still oh. Jared Leto. Fuck that guy. All right. Well, that's yeah. the episode of Dork Trek. Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Do we got everybody score six six five five? Right. All right. So there you go. And the uh, time travel Neelix rules are in effect from here on out. From here on out. There you go. Gunk gunk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
So there you go, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Dork Trek. Listen to us on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's a lot of fun. And thank you for the people who support us on Patreon. If you don't, again, you're stealing from us, you thief. Jenny, take us out. Hey, how's that soy chai latte coming? Boo.